Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us today on the Zoomer Pod. My name is Randy. I am the Boomer. And I'm RJ. I'm the Zoomer. And this is episode five. Um, and it's kind of a last minute thing, as always. <laughs> but hey, it's two weeks in a row. Yeah. So we're. No, because see, that's what I meant. So remember how I was saying last week and felt fast? Because it's not yeah. two weeks in a row. It's not? No, because I didn't come over last week and we didn't record anything last week. Oh, gosh. It seems like See? it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, we're back. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're back. back again. And back. so uh, we're just going to kind of touch bases on a few things that have been going on, just kind of our normal mm-hmm. stuff. And so let's just, I guess, get into it. So um, two weeks or what, three weeks out of school three now. Three weeks out of school. We talked about this a lot last night, and you were saying how you and a lot of your friends now are like, I kind of want to go back to school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just, like we were saying in the last podcast, it's just, you miss people. Like, you never realize how much you miss really socializing and going out till you aren't allowed to do it anymore. And yeah. then you, that's when you're like, man, I miss everything. Because, I mean, it's just locked up in the house the yeah. entire day. The interesting thing, though, is that you don't go a lot of places, and so I wonder how much of it... Mm, well, well, no, I... I didn't, but when Jackson started driving, remember, I was out after school or over the weekend hanging out with Jackson. Yeah, that's true. And it became a true. more constant thing of, like, and then work, so I was getting out every weekend. True, 100%. And so, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I said to you last night, it's funny, because of if if you would have told kids at the beginning of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hey, there's going to come a point where you guys don't have to go to school anymore. You can just homeschool. You know, yeah. they would have been like, yeah, not, you know. not You can homeschool. You have to homeschool. Have to cool. But still, whatever. They would have just been like thinking it was like the end all be all. Or when you guys yeah. left for, you know, spring Remember break. And be like, hey, you're not going back. You're not going back. People are like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and now but- a lot of people are just like, man, I just want to. But like you like back. you keep saying, I think it has a lot to do with the fact it's not so much going to school. It's just yeah. everything that comes with it. It's not yeah. everybody don't want to go back to school, but they want to get out mm-hmm. and see friends. And that and that's the really interesting thing is that, um, you know, you just miss those. <laughs> <laughs> you just miss those um, those connections. Yeah, you know. And there's so many people not really. I feel like. They, they, the things that they think are all right, they may be, but given what they're saying, you know, they're not, it's kind of not all right. You know, they're like, and it sucks because they're saying, you know, if you don't live with a relative and they're not 100% in need of you coming over, like you shouldn't go. Yeah. You should not go. And so, but there's people like, oh, I mean, you know. They don't really mean I can't go to my cousin's house. Yeah. And, you know, there was people was like, oh, they don't really mean I can't hang out with three or four of my friends. No. Right. Yeah. You stay know, inside. You're supposed to stay inside. And so, you know, um, obviously we had the conversation yesterday because you mm-hmm. wanted, you know, your girlfriend to come over. And, you know, a week and a half, two weeks ago, I probably would have said, fine. you know, sure. fine. Yeah. You're like, fine. But as it's going on, and the more I try to realize that they mean, like, no, like, if you're not living with somebody, then you probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like you should, you should keep your distance and, and it sucks. It 100% sucks. But, you know, yeah. I think we just have to do what we can, we can do, you know, to try to, as I say, flatten the curve. So, yeah, you know, um, other than that, how you, how are you, how are you feeling about everything now? You know, we went from needing masks, not needing masks and not masks, not being recommended to boom mass being recommended like what do you think um, like well it you've been saying this it's scary that we don't really know what's going on but i'm hoping that them going finally saying yeah you should probably start wearing masks is at least them starting to maybe get a grip on what's going on or how to protect yourself or others because that's why they're saying wear masks like at least that's what i read is that they're saying wear masks because you could be asymptomatic not realizing go out thinking you're fine Right. And spread it compared to when people started wearing masks thinking it was keeping them safe when it really wasn't. Yeah, no. And, and so, yeah, I, I'm still under the, the belief that and I don't doubt them. I mean, I'm not the, I don't doubt them. I don't blame them because I think you you have to have some control chaos. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm still under the belief that they have no idea. You know, yeah. really don't have any idea what's going on. And so they're just doing things as they, they kind of see it fit. Out. But it, yeah. it just scares me because it, it doesn't give me a lot of faith that they know exactly Yeah, well, what's going on. You know, the turns out like in 2017, they gave them some sort of thing being like, look, if a pandemic ever happens, this is what you should do. And they just threw it out. Yeah, there's so many of those things. I, you know, depending on what side of the aisle you're on, mm-hmm. you know, you believe that, you know, the the, the um, pandemic, you know, the czar or the people were disbanded. And now I've read a lot of different Snoop type of deal mm-hmm. on on that. Um, you know, there there was people who warned of it. You know, years ago. Matter of fact, I just read something about George Bush. Now, I don't know if it's true or not, but they were saying George Bush even said, when, if we get a pandemic, like by, by the time we figure out there's a pandemic, like it's too late kind yeah. of deal. I don't know if he said that or not, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. But, um, you know, then some people are saying it's kind of somewhere in the middle where the the guy who was over it quit and a couple of other people quit and they just was like, yeah, we're not going to fill those positions. You know, so it wasn't like we're going to disband it. It was just like, oh, it's kind of disbanded itself. We're just not going to. I don't yeah. know where it falls. At this point, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It is what it is. Anyway. I mean, you know what? I mean, you know, it's um, history, I think, will judge, mm-hmm. you know, on what what is and what's not for the most part. You yeah. know, so, um, you know, you was talking about how China said that they have no new cases. Mm hmm. And so, yeah, but you don't know how true that is because they control all their information. Yeah, And apparently cases have been slowing down in Spain, too. And things have been getting better in Spain, Italy. Um, I feel like I read one more place, but those were the two places that I remember really reading was that Spain and Italy are starting to recover from it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Which is nice to see. So, I mean, I don't. This is not necessarily good news because I don't think the number is big enough. But as of yesterday, well, yesterday, New York had 630 deaths Mm -hmm. from it. 630. Today they had, or 
day before they had 630. Yesterday they had five, 594. 594. So they're like, you know, we seeing a drop. We see a drop. So maybe it peaked and we're seeing a drop. Mm-hmm. Let's hope so. I just don't know if that number is a big enough number to really start start being like yeah. having a parade about. Right. Yeah, you know, to bring it back down. No, I yeah. think if I remember correctly, they said that it was going to peak at the end of April. Yeah, if I remember correctly, they said it's going to peak at the end of April, and then hopefully, and I mean that's what they said, kind of nationwide. Maybe mm-hmm. depending on because, like you were saying last night, we'll just say we live in a bit of a hotter climate where it gets hotter <laughs> fast. Yeah, and they say that it's going to help speed up the process of it going away. So maybe once but it starts yeah. getting hot here, it again that's it a lot of theories. better here. But yeah, you never know. You just never know. Um, crap, I, I had a thought and I just. totally totally forgot but oh i know what i was going to say and i heard somebody say something made a lot of sense too and you know it's not an on and off switch Mm -hmm. right um how fast one place can return to normal compared to how fast another place can can turn yeah you know return to normal is going to be two different deals so Mm -hmm. you know when they say I don't know. I, I want to pick a place like in Texas that is affected, but not as much. So let's just say uh, San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You know, they might say, oh, San Antonio is looking really good now. Right. But that doesn't mean L.A. and New York's going to be yeah. able to go back to go back status, to normal. To normal. And so yeah. I think it's just going to be such a slow process. And then I think there's going to be a lot of backslide, you know. Yeah, it's going to be. Well, it's going to be interesting because like you were just saying, like some places like some places like New York and LA are going to be still trying to recover while other places are trying to like are already kind of back up and running again because things maybe didn't get as bad there. Yeah. And so like, it's just going to be interesting to see how they try and separate those two because it's like those people are still just getting back on their feet while we're like, like things are back up and just going, going. Well, yeah, you know, Again, I keep hearing mixed things, but apparently, like, if you come in from New Orleans or some parts of Louisiana and mm-hmm. you come into Texas, you have to go into quarantine. Oh, yeah. Like, they have, like, the convention center has, like, a quarantine place. Or if you fly in from certain places, yeah, they will take you directly to quarantine. Now, the funny thing is I haven't heard them, like, mass announce that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you live by yourself, you can get your place, I guess, certified. Mm-hmm. But, and you have to live by yourself. And so I don't know if that is 100% true or what, because I haven't heard a lot about it, you know, but that is one thing that they've been saying. If you come to Texas from a certain places, you got to quarantine yeah. yourself. Um, one of my friend's friends, like just when things were getting bad in Italy, came back, like they had gone to Italy and came back when things were getting bad there. And like they got to the airport and right off the bat, they were given masks and were told go home and stay inside until like, I think they said they have to stay in for two weeks. Cause 14 days. Yeah. 14 days. Cause that's how long. Well, what like, I'm talking about though, is they'll, they'll take you to the convention center and make oh, you stay and there for four, stay there. And make you stay there for 14 days. Now, yeah. again, I, I've heard this. I don't, I've never, haven't been down there. Yeah. That, I don't know how well that could work though. Cause if you do take someone who didn't contract it, and you throw them in there with all the other people. With all the other have, people, yeah. And you're pretty much just exposing them too. See, that's that's the thing, man. It's just so, it's so tricky. Yeah. You know, and so 
like if you sit down and psychoanalyze this, you will really go crazy. You know, I yeah, I, I was, go ahead. Oh, Sorry. I was just saying, like you were just if you try to psychoanalyze it, I try to say someone informed, but like my teacher the other day wanted us to do like a project on it, and I was like, do they not realize how? unhealthy this could be for kids because i mean we're just sitting in the house all day and then we start having to try and read up about it right and right. it's like you're gonna scare yourself or you're gonna drive it because you're like things this is the end yeah well and that's what i was telling somebody the other day you know it's like you do all this precautionary stuff and if you really psychoanalyze it and think down to the root you just realize you know, there's no way not to touch anything there's mm -hmm. no, you know, people like, well, just stay in the house, you know, and have your groceries delivered. Well, that person's been out going all yeah, over the place, get, delivering groceries and coming from the grocery store. Yeah, mom wiped down all the groceries. The other day, like, she was like, leave stuff up at the front and then, yeah, like, open the bags, take stuff up there, and then I'll disinfect there. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like I said, but then you, you know, somebody like me and you who just overanalyzes a lot of things will mm -hmm. drill that down to, yeah. It didn't, you know, that yeah. they could have breathed on the door and I opened the door and it just, the, yeah, you know, the, the second, micros, uh -huh, you know, the micro I, droplets and what they call <laughs> yeah. it now could have just flew in. Yeah. yeah. Like the other day, Austin walked in and he tried to do something. I was like, boy, don't touch me. Like kind of as a joke. And then he like went and touched my shirt and I was like, man. So went in, took my shirt off, put on this shirt. <laughs> and I was still like, well, if it did, if it was on his hand and it got on the shirt, then I just I raise it up over my yeah, head, breathe shirt, it in. Yeah. Touch the shirt. And now I'm touching this shirt. And now I'm touching this doorknob. And, and then I'm I'm touching the soap, touching see, the. That's what I'm saying. You can yeah. psychoanalyze it down to this micro level that you just feel like. And so yeah. that's why I would rather Germaphobes are having a ball right now. Huh? <laughs> I said germaphobes are having a ball oh, right yeah. now. That's why I just can't do that. Like I can't bring myself to overanalyze it mm -hmm. and, and, you know, and. And stuff like that. Yeah. So I, when I'm at the house, I try to be like, be like, what if I just touch something with it? I'll be like, I mean, for the most part, we've all stayed in the house. So the chances of it being in the house are Slim. relatively low. Yeah. So I'll touch something. I'll be like, I should be safe. And, <laughs> and at first, when it was first getting bad, mom told me it was like, it can live up to surfaces for like two to nine hours. And I was like, oh, that's bad enough. And now and it's then, 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, they're now, like they were 48 like, hours now they're or... saying that it can live on certain surfaces for like days. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, see, man. So that's why you just got to do what you can do and go about your, your business. And, and I don't, you know, I also want to bring to the attention because, you know, you hear so much negative of that. You know, I think it's like 80, 80, 80, 90% of people that's contracting it ha actually have recovered from it. Mm -hmm. And so, it's 100% not a death sentence, and yeah, it's not. I think that's kind of the scary thing, though, is that for to a certain extent, it's almost kind of been portrayed as a death sentence. Yeah. Like, you hear, you mainly just hear about the deaths, and you don't hear about the recovered. And yeah. that's what I think is scaring a lot of people is that they sound like, it sounds like if you get it, it's like, like you just wiped off, wiped out. I think the celebrities getting it and recovering from it mm -hmm. is, is helping, you know. Yeah. Um, Tom Hanks and his wife, they're pretty much recovered from it. They are? Um, yeah. Um, Idris Elba. Idris Elba, yeah. He's recovered from it. The well, they two, caught it before he ever 
like before he even started feeling symptoms because he realized he had come into contact. Did you oh, watch the video? Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, oh. I did not watch the video. Okay, so oh. yeah, he knew he had come into contact with somebody with it. And so he, like, when he, he got realized tested. he went and tested himself to see. Um, but I'm, from what I understand, like, that's not helping a lot of people. That's because what they, people they, were complaining about. Saying, they were like, they're saying, like, you know, I even read that this, mo- this morning, you know, it's just like the bewild- bewilderment of how it affects some people so fast. Yeah. But then it affects some people can just like literally walk around asymptomatic, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just weird, you know, but there are a lot of people, you know, the, the two, the, what two Lakers or four Lakers had it. Apparently they're totally recovered. The two yeah. guys that the two first, the first guys that first got guys the NFL, the NBA. the NBA shut down. They, they've recovered, um, you know, um, was it Tony Yo? Michael Yo. Michael, Michael Yo has recovered from it. Um, Jazzy Jeff. Jazzy Jeff. You know, yeah, so you're starting to see celebrities be like. And I think that that's a recovery. positive. I think that's a positive thing to because it shows people, you know, but. This isn't destinous, but I think also a lot of people, I think, are kind of in a way cynical about it because you go. Be like, well, they got a test. Like, people who were like, I was asymptomatic and I got a test. It was like, well, you were asymptomatic. You shouldn't have known right. that you had it. How did you get a test when there's people? And then it's That's like, true. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, yeah, we're starting to recover. And it'll be like, well, yeah, of course you're recovering. You have personal doctors compared to um, what were going, we watching? Going, going to sit in, the, going to sit yeah. in the hospital. Going to sit in a convention center with all these other people just. Eh. Yeah. No, definitely. And, um, you know, it's, it's weird, man. And, and I tell you, the only thing. And I put this on my dad's crib group this morning. It's interesting because there hasn't been a lot of response. And some days I get a lot of response to, you know, every day I try to get in the group and just say, good morning, gentlemen. How's everybody doing today? Mm -hmm. Right. And I put in there like, hey, you know, it's going to be some good days and some bad days. If somebody needs to talk, my DMs are open, you know, or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, just just to put it out there. And so, you know, some days people respond. Nobody's contacting me about, you know, like talking about anything, but still. Some days people are very, you know, um, involved, and then there's days where I don't hear anything. And for some reason, I don't know what if people just aren't on today, or it was just too much. But you know, the thing that sticks with me the most about all of this is just the idea that when you, if you go to the hospital, you're not seeing people. Yeah. And so, if for some reason. <clears throat> for some reason happens to be, you know, the worst for you, the minute you step into that hospital. Like if you're, if that is going to be your last time walking into that hospital, you, you, you won't see, your family, you're not you seeing your family. Seeing. And so I just, you know, I told the, the guys in the, in the dad's group today, just mm-hmm. like, keep that in mind. Like, you know, we, they're said a hundred to 200,000 people. Right. And to, to think, to, to think that it couldn't be you is just egotistical, right? Mm-hmm. And and so it's like, have you said the things you need to say? Have you wrote the letters you want to write? Have yeah. you made the videos or recordings that you want to record? You know, and remember, like, and if you get so bad you need to go to the hospital, make sure you see who you need to see yeah. and say what you need to say because you're not you're, if probably things not going to see bad, them. If things go bad, you won't see them when... And you, to get to the really bad part of it because i think we have to we have to be honest like you're not having a funeral either 
Yeah. You know, you, they're not yeah, like, if, oh, or really? If, they're ha- yeah. if you're having a funeral, like everybody, they've had funerals for it, but everybody had to stay like way far back. Oh, see, and I didn't even see that. People, oh. people who were like putting them down were like in giant hazmat suits. See, yeah, I mean, that's just, man, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought yeah. a, a month ago? Yeah, even you know, a month ago. And so it's, and, you know, and that's the part that sticks with me is just making sure, you know, um, you, you've kind of said your piece and come to peace, you know, yeah. come to grips and come to peace with the reality that it could be you and making sure that you've kind of said your piece. So um, has it changed you in any way? Um, hmm. I don't think in a, I, it's made me a lot more like careful about what I touch and what I do. Like, and I think it's going to have an effect on when I go out, like once it is done, because, you know, we'll be in the store and I'll be like biting my nails and stuff. And you'll be like, don't do that. Like you're out here touching all this stuff that other people have touched. You don't know what could be on it. Coronas could be on it. Right. <laughs> and so I think once it does pass, I'm going to be a lot more aware of what I touch. And like if I'm if I'm washing my hands, like after I touch something that could be gross or could have something gross on it. Um, but now, no, the only thing that it's affecting is my social life. So nothing like futurize or anything like that. Like you, you don't sit back and go, wow. Okay. I, I like the way I saw the future, the way I see the future is different. Like do oh. you still, do you still just kind of see like, I mean, I think you are definitely a lot more aware and, and in tuned, mm-hmm. um, I think you're a lot more aware and in tune more than some adults, but you know, do you still have that feeling like, Oh, this too shall pass and we'll get back to normal and my life will go on the way I thought it would go on. Um, I think, um, I think for the most part, yeah, I think not. I think I know it's eventually going to pass. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, unless it evolves into, like, a zombie virus, we <laughs> chances are it will pass, and things will eventually go back to normal. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be interesting going back to school next year. I think it is going to affect the schooling system in a way, because people have also pointed out how kids are, like, kids are almost happy to a certain extent that it's happening, because, I mean... Like, everybody wants to go back to school to see their friends, but nobody's missing school. Right. And I think right. I think it's going to show And that's how, not that they're not missing teachers, you know, or yeah, different yeah. like that. It's just, it's like I always say, I don't think people are missing the grind, right? Yeah. They're not missing the get up every morning, right, and go to school and stuff like that. And so it's not that they're not missing school. They're not missing the grind of school. Yeah, but I think the, I, at least I hope, because... People were pointing out how, like, I mean, quite a few kids are, like, still, like, are celebrating the fact that this is happening because it's giving us a kind of a break Extended from school. Break, yeah. And so it's, like, like, we're all, yeah, like, kids are happy that, or not not happy that people are dying, but right, happy but that it's. There's something going there's on something that's causing this it, to happen. Yeah. yeah. And, it, it, you know, a lot of people would judge them. I don't. Because, I mean, it's just that is a youthful 
that's a useful thought. Just like a lot mm-hmm. of people were condemning the, the people who went to spring break in Florida. And yeah. it was 100% dumb. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, it was 100% dumb. Stupid, but... And they 100% shouldn't have done it. But you're talking about 18 to 22-year-olds, mm-hmm. right? And it just doesn't ring true with them. Because, I, like, yeah. you know, we've said this on a couple different podcasts. And this is the way I feel about, you know, your generation and maybe the generation right above you is that you guys have seen so much stuff that was going to be like because social media makes everything so like this is it. This is it. And then it just goes away. And so people in your generation like, oh, this is just another thing. Yeah. When it was when it was before it ever got bad here, like if if you saw something about it online. It was only talking about how this isn't that bad. Why do we need to worry about it? Right. And then things started to get bad, and then people slowly started to slow up. And I still – there's still inklings of what I would call ignorance about it. But it seems like for the most part, most people are starting to go, oh, yeah, this isn't like a – No. This isn't like a, oh, ha, ha, this is going to pass in a couple weeks. Like this is starting to become – a real not starting to become a real thing this is a real thing that's happening yeah but and i want to just jump back just a second because you said you know things this will pass and things will get back to normal and i don't i don't think i don't think we've seen our new normal yet like i what we consider normal is is gone and so the new normal is yet to be relative yeah well it's yet to be seen what our what the new normal is going to be just like 9-11. Like I remember, I remember I was in um, Tennessee and I was riding home cause we could, we, you know, we had to drive mm-hmm. and I just remember thinking like there's a new normal, like things will never be the same again. Like I remember yeah. thinking that the day I was just thinking things will never ever be the same again like we are literally um, witnessing a historical event that is changing life as we knew it Mm -hmm. right and you know it was it pretty much dead you know it changed and I think that it this is going to do that too it's definitely going to change so much um and it's really going to depend on the response, I think. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, and there's memes, and everybody wants to point fingers and, and make it politi- political or mm-hmm. just even political memes or whatever. And they're like, oh, you know, a month ago, people calling, you know, getting free money and getting help and assistance and all that. Everybody was calling that socialism. Yeah. Right, and now everybody's like, "We need free money. I need help. Some, I need some money." Yeah, and so you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, so we could have given people money, and we could have given people health care, and we could have given people, you know, you know, um, help with bailouts, and yeah. we could have done, you know, we could have done that." Andrew Yang is going to have a ball next election season. <laughs> no, so is Bernie. Yeah, both well, of them. Yeah. But. Well, he's still in the election season. Yeah. And, but I think nobody's even thinking about that yeah. for the most part. Um, you know, I think things are going to be status quo for the next four, you know, four and a half years. Yeah, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see what they try and do with the election. Because, I mean, 
I mean, I mean if, this, if this hasn't passed, yeah, by then there'll be an executive order to push back. Yeah, voting unless they can come up with a way to vote, you know. Yeah, remotely. secure way to well like revolt almost, remotely. Yeah, which yeah. we can go to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> I'm air quoting, but yeah, we can't figure out a secure way to vote from home. Yeah, um, and well, I think and not have voter disenfranchisement. That's what I was about. Stuff like well, voter disenfranchisement <laughs> is a whole other conversation. But no, I think the main reason that trying to vote, like trying to vote through the mail system or through like online is that um like you know hackers and i mean you know you could be like there's ethical hacking and there's people that could make sure but i mean there's always going to be that guy out there who just has but okay i don't want this to go into a voting thing but our elections have been hacked from day (laughs) one like it's they've been hacked and it how you hack it how you hack it is is irrelevant but it's being hacked. You know, it's been hacked by redlining. It's being hacked by gerrymandering. Voter dis- and gerrymandering and disenfranchisement. And, you know, the pulling people over and saying that they can't vote because they have the same name as somebody who has a warrant. And But you have to prove that you don't have a warrant, but the polls are closed by the time you prove yeah. it. I mean, you know, and just saying, you know, there's you know, announcing that there's roadblocks between this city and their closest, yeah, and their closest, their closest voting deal. And so, yeah. you know, that just, whether you've done something or not, it just, it'll scare you off, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, I don't want to go down that road um, right now, but, you know, elections have been hacked for a long time. So yeah. if we're going to sit up and talk about election hacking, I mean, but I mean, this is a different type of hacking. This is like, I mean, that it was hacked last time, like not directly, but the whole, you know, mm-hmm. Russian thing, um, involvement and just social media disruption and all that, that, that was a form of, of hacking. And yeah. so anyway, um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting, um, for me and we haven't talked about this, but I talked to your brother about it the other day. I mean, for me, it's basically come to, you know, work has come to a screeching halt, like just yeah. skirt, like I went from the possibility of having really good months in March and April to it just going yeah, 100% just away. And so, you know, I'm looking to pivot and do some new things, mm-hmm. you know, so it's definitely, I think at this point right now it's definitely affected my future. Like yeah. it's, a, it's affecting, you know, the thing, the way I'm even looking at the future and what I'm, you know, so, you know, like photography at this point is probably a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, except for, I mean, a camera, I'm always going to have a camera and I'm always going to see yeah. stuff I want to take pictures of. But, you know, to be able to rebound from this um, with a camera, it's going to be, excuse me, um, it's going to be hard, you know. And um, but I, I, on the flip side of that, I do think like once we, quote, get back to work, like work is going to flood. Like, yeah, well, flood, work that's is gonna what flood I was going to say is that I think. I think that once it things do get back to quote unquote normal, um, that when it does flood, I think that you, because at least from what I've seen, is that you love taking pictures, is that you love photography, and so I think that whether, and that you, like whether it's going to, like down to the track to shoot NASCAR when it comes around or F one or whether it's going to. Um, 
just going to the start to shoot lacrosse or when they started doing XFL and going down there, like, you enjoyed that. And so I think when things do go back to normal, that you're going to miss that and that you're going to that you would want to almost go back to that kind of how we want to almost go back to school because we miss that. Yes. I, like, that's why I said I'll always take pictures. Right. I know I'll always take pictures. I think the difference is I don't know if I want to jump back into the grind of trying to make taking pictures the way I depend on income. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just don't know if I want to do it. And in, in reality, I don't know how long out that's going to be. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, it could be two months. It could be three months. It could be four months. So it's, I have to start to pivot now. Yeah. And try to figure out how I'm going to navigate it now. Um, and if it comes back, it comes back. But I mean, I'm going to tell you, honestly, I hope that I've kind of moved into another direction that of, you know, of something that I enjoy mm-hmm. that, you know, to be honest with you, man, that, you know, and I say it like this, that somebody has some work need to be done. I can do that work and they give me a paycheck every week. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? And that just hasn't been my thing for a long time. But I think the stress that comes with it mm-hmm. sometimes is not worth the payout, you know? Um, and so it would be nice to just not not have that, be able to put away money, mm-hmm. be able to travel, you know, you know, be able to grab my camera and travel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, it's um, so definitely I'm just kind of, you know, I think it's definitely altered my future and that's you know i say that now and um i think now that i think as you talked about i've started to kind of realize more what you mean by alter my future and i think to a certain extent i'm almost too young to realize how it how either it will or i think i'm too young for it to like really affect my future because i mean for me when i'm thinking future i'm thinking like college or when i find when i graduate what what are things going to be like from then on out? Right. And I think that I kind of hit the perfect spot for it to happen because like if you're a senior or mainly juniors, I feel bad for juniors, but like seniors have to miss out on their last chunk of high school and probably won't get their graduation. Freshmen kind of like it's your first year of high school and that's kind of ruined. And then juniors have all the stress of trying to figure out college. And now you have to try and do school from the house. And so I think, like, sophomores kind of got it good because right. there's nothing to really, really worry about. Right. No, that's that's very and interesting. So very, very interesting. I think that... Outlook. For, I think to a certain extent, it isn't going to really affect my future in the way that it's affecting yours where, like... You want to try and move to, like, just move to doing something else. Move to money. Yeah. <laughs> move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's interesting, and I mean, I guess you know, next week, week after, we'll probably have, you know, we'll be able to discuss it again and see what's going on, and you know, because just since the last time. 
we had a podcast, it was like April 3rd, right? Yeah. And then it moved to April like 15th or 16th or whatever, two weeks out of that was. And then it just popped up to April. Then it was like April 30th. And then, no, March. it was, it was, it was the 8th of April. Then March. it, I'm sorry. No, no, no. What I'm saying is when they first said it, they pushed it back oh, to oh, April. Oh, oh. And then they pushed it to the middle of, to like the first weekend in, in April. Then they pushed it immediately to April 30th. 30th. And then L.A. and a couple other people pushed it to May 20th already. Yeah. Well, they've already said like schools. For the most part, done. Yeah, I mean, they haven't done. announced it here. Some places they announced it officially here. They haven't yeah, yet. They so haven't, but we're not going back to school. So, yeah. Um, so I guess we'll just revisit in a couple of weeks and, you know, <laughs> see just to see where we are, yeah. um, you know, at that point. So, um I think the next thing I want to get into is, you know, we like to get into entertainment. I don't really have any music right now, but um, one thing I want to talk about that I think is really, really cool is have you paid attention to what the like the sports world is doing? Um, not very much. I know that they started playing NF- old NFL games on um, <laughs> Nickelodeon of all places, which I found it's on funny. Nickelodeon. On Nickelodeon. Wow. I know the NFL Network made it free until the end of May, so you so you can watch old you know, you can watch. Yeah, but they started games. playing older games on wow. Nickelodeon of all places. Um the whole W apparently WrestleMania part one was really good last night. Okay, don't tell me anything. I, I didn't I didn't find me- anything out, but I did hear it was like I heard it was almost like a cinematic experience, which I think I think wow. kinda comes with no crowd because you're allowed to do more effects and people can like with camera work, you can like do things where the Undertaker pops up from under the ring and pulls somebody down into it yeah. without people figuring that out. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they always did a good job at that anyway. Yeah, but, but I think without people there, it just made it that much easier, and they could really. And then let's see. So me and your brother are gonna we're gonna in, ingest yeah. that how many ever hours tonight? <laughs> I think six, we're gonna yeah six. If it is it three or four last night and then I three or four was, tonight? I think it was three. Last Whatever night it is, night. man, we're gonna we're gonna find some food and snack, <laughs> and we're just gonna ingest that. Yeah, you know. And um, then let's see. I know, I know the NBA. I heard they did something else, but they're doing some sort of like horse competition. Oh, really? Between the players? I haven't heard that. Yeah, they're doing some sort of horse competition between the players, and. I know some football players have started doing, or was it football or NBA? I don't know. One of them started doing like just um, tournament. Tournament. That was like, NBA. So that's what I. That's what I was getting at. Mm-hmm. Um, NASCAR did it first. Yeah, that's NASCAR. what was funny. Um, what three weeks ago? NASCAR. You know, all these guys got these like real big setups in their house. You know, um, the one where you actually sit in the chair and it moves yeah. and. They got the steering wheel, and they had a race. They had a really? race on the track that they were supposed to race that weekend, and like it was a real race. And I thought that was I thought That's that was cool. so original and very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, then somebody else did it. I'm sorry, I can't think of who it is. But the other night, NBA players had a NBA 2K20 yeah. tournament. So it was like just bracketed and they would play each other and it was Man, like a what tournament if some like nobody player won that entire thing it, oh it could very well could have been do you know who won i do not for some me and your brother was watching it and we was 
planning on watching something else, so we turned it off. Mm. Um, right now, as we're recording, F1, the F1 drivers yeah. are having a race really? right now. Yeah, so that's cool. I think that's really, really freaking cool, man. Yeah. And, and again, I, I, think, I think this is just going to change the way we see things. I think this is going to change the way we do things, mm-hmm. you know, and I think we're, people, my bigger, biggest question, I asked this in my dad's group the other day, um, that is for all of you that was so run and gun all the time, whether it was work and, you know, spending all day doing, playing sports, you know, your yeah. kid playing three or four select teams and all that. Like, are you going to go back to that? Are you going to realize yeah. like, that's not, that's not even really important, you know? And so I'm not saying not to play. I'm just saying, do you need to be running do you need to be going from one select game to another select game to another training to another, mm-hmm. you know, or is it just like, you know what, we're going to play, we're going to enjoy it, but we're mm-hmm. going to, we're going to go back to spending time with each other, Yeah, you know, and stuff. So um, well, I, I don't want to go ahead. Sorry. Well, you saying the whole spending time, I think to a certain extent that is them getting their together time. Cause I mean, if you're doing like select sports like that, you know, when we, I mean, when we were doing rec league lacrosse, we would do, those weekend tournaments rarely though and we're not talking about every weekend those people yeah, play in every se- weekend. yeah but in select if you're doing like i mean if you're doing those tournaments or even if you're going to those games usually the entire family's going and it's kind of i don't know i feel like that is almost their family bonding time because over the week they have other stuff to do see i i'm i'm sure there's some people that agree with you but i think I would say I would disagree because it's getting up early on a Saturday, going wherever, traveling to get there. And Mm -hmm. it is family time. And, you know, I guess as an introvert, it's a little harder because, I mean, some people like being out there with the other parents. And so that's like their extended family. So that's family time to them. Um, But the kids are gone with the coaches. The kids are in the games. The kid, you know, they're, they're doing that. And so I think, Sometimes as a parent, you're just there for the ride, you know, mm-hmm. and it gets a little long, but you're committed to it, you know, um, yeah. and stuff like that. So I, I'm just wondering, and I'm going to be, it's going to be interesting to me to see if people go back to those, you know, fully engaged, you know, um, grinds that they had before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were talking about, they've, they've been floating, you know, sports radio is, they've got nothing to talk about. So they just talk. And so they've been talking about, you know, the idea of how do you get sports back? And so one of the notions is to find the place with the least amount of cases, which I think is like Wyoming and like Idaho, like they have zero cases. No, Wyoming. No, the last place to not get any cases was West Virginia. Was it? One of those, one of the, what is it? I think it was West Virginia, one of the weirdly shaped states. But <laughs> that's the only way I can describe it. But yeah. Well, it, or the numbers were down or they have no deaths. They have mm-hmm. no deaths. in something like that. And it was like, do we take like all the football players, right? Do we yeah. take all the football players and their families, put them up and put them up in that place, make sure that they're, you know, test them, mm-hmm. make and just lock them in and just let them play. Yeah. You know? And so 
for you know play the season or are they talking about like with basketball to finish out the season and then play or and play the playoffs like just being totally isolated yeah to play and so that would be really interesting um you know Khabib was supposed to fight yeah and apparently like apparently they were planning on canceling it and he was like um and he was like I'll do it anyway like I thought Khabib like, pulled well I thought Khabib pulled out no, he didn't pull out. So he he was like, "I'll do it anyway." We like just get them both tested, empty arena. They still fight, but he got stuck in Russia because okay, of, he got stuck because okay. Of so was it wasn't on. he wanted to. He got it wasn't that he pulled out. It was like he couldn't yeah, get out. He got okay. stuck. Um, well, you know, Roman Roman pulled out. Yeah, he pulled out. He, which and which understandable, one hundred percent understandable with his cancer. You know, yeah. treatments last year and. Yeah, I don't. I one hundred percent don't blame him. I I thought I would think it was crazy for him to do it. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, you know, another somebody, some caller called in the other day, and he was like, "So why don't they take a cruise ship and put a basketball arena, like build a basketball <laughs> arena on it, get a whole everybody's family on the cruise ship? You know, of course, again, test them before they get on there, mm-hmm. um, and." just have a basketball court and they play and televise it from yeah. on the ship. And, you know, I don't know how that works because I was really under the impression that on those cruise ships, you couldn't feel like you couldn't feel the waves and you couldn't feel the ocean. But, no, you know, Christine, think... Christine just got back. She was like, nah, you can, you can. Yeah. You so I don't know how that. basketball would quite work on. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think sports world is doing mm-hmm. some really, really cool stuff and of and course then, you know kind of on top of that like d nice we were talking about that last night how yeah. he's doing his virtual parties and he broke all those records or like john didn't we talk about that last podcast um john not john lennon um john legend and yeah john Chris legend Tegan. yeah theirs was just kind of uh, impromptu though yeah. so and i think that they started to give people the idea mm-hmm. um and so you know again timberland timberland and swiss beats did their yeah. their beat battle, which was or their track battle, which was unreal. Um, Scott Storch and Manny Fresh, two people you probably don't really know, they did a beat battle last week. I hear Manny Fresh killed them. Mm-hmm. Um, so and now now other people are like, yeah, oh, we got to get this person, and this person to go head yeah. up, and then this person. So it's going to end up being a bracketed kind of deal. Like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to so, see how. Yeah, it's just. I think we're learning again. I know I said this probably twice already, but I think we're learning so much about what we can do and and how we can utilize these incredible technological resources that we have. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, at this point, when it's all over, D Nice could literally throw a virtual party and have a fee or a Patreon. Yeah. And just live off that. Live off that. Clean up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's 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 definitely I think I think the world's going to be a lot cooler when we come out of this because I think all the people who like the entertainers or the sports players that we want to either get to know more or want to see do more than just on the screen throwing up a ball into a hoop. I think they're going to realize how much more they can interact with their fans than they really ever realized. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to start to do stuff like this where it's like in the off season doing um whether it's doing whatchamacallit's uh tournaments. Yeah. Or like DJs doing little parties on their lives. Oh yeah. And 
Arian Foster the other night. He was like, <laughs> he said, I'm a bottle of wine in. DM, he was like, DM me. He was like, I'm a bottle of wine in. DM me your phone number and I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> and so I didn't watch it or anything. I just mm -hmm. saw it on Twitter a couple of times. You know, this was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And so apparently, like, Arian Foster was just FaceTiming people. Really? And he, and he just going, kept going, man, this is awesome. Like, this is <laughs> awesome. I'm definitely doing this again. This is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. And so, so like, like you're right. Like, I think, you know, it's causing people to, like, you know, you start to realize again, like, what am I without my fans or what am I without the fans? Like, I can sit here yeah. all day in my world, but it's kind of cool. And I, I do think a lot of yeah. people are, are seeing the value. Um, yeah. All those celebrities, Gal Gadot got all those celebrities to sing Imagine or something. And people were clowning Oh, them. they were clowning People yeah. were going in on them. That yeah. was funny. Yeah. That was funny. They, you know, you'll never be able to do right by some you know, but yeah, if you, but if I you, think for the most part, everybody was in agreement. Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, sports is sports is pivoting really interesting. You know, very it's very interesting mm -hmm. um, pivot for them, and I think they're doing a good job, at least trying to stay relevant mm -hmm. to their people. Um, so the next thing, just just touch on a few things that we've ingested as far as um entertainment entertainment so and it has you know together we've only taken in a couple of things yeah you know you're not all the way through with all american, all american. yet but you know your brother and i are done and i watched it with you last night and so that mm -hmm. was that is an incredible episode seven was a heart wrencher <laughs> oh gosh yeah 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 that so one. If you have again, I think we said it last time. If you haven't watched All American, go back watch and watch All American because it's just it's on Netflix, easily bingeable. Yeah, easily, yeah. very easily bingeable. <laughs> the other day after school, uh, or not after school, but um, I still had like I had something to do for animation, but I was like, it's just drawing, so I know I could just sit down and do that with something going on in the background. And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna sit down and watch an episode of All American, and this was Wednesday. I was like, sit down and watch an episode of All American. And then turn something else on for background noise while I do this animation thing. And then I watched like one episode of All American. I was like, why would I do that? Threw my sketchbook to the side and watched like five episodes. Watched yeah, like five or six episodes. It's it's good. And, and it actually, as crazy as it sounds, it actually gets almost better after this seven. Like it, it really, it's a really good season. I'm looking forward to season three. Yeah. Um, did we talk about Joe Exotic? Did we talk about Tiger King last time? No, no, we didn't talk okay. about that. Okay, well, I, you haven't watched I haven't it, really but watched it. I, it's I, I had so much like everybody else, but I had so much fun watching that show. I just love Crazy seeing Eagle. a train wreck, <laughs> and I keep telling everybody it's like pulling up to a train wreck, and you're just sitting there watching a train wreck. And while you're watching that train wreck, another train just comes along and just wrecks into Boom. just wrecks just into that train wreck. And you're like, oh, my God, there's another train wreck that hit this train wreck. And you're sitting there watching it. And then an airplane comes down and just wrecks into the – just crashes into yeah, the, the, crashes the train into wreck. Else. That's literally the way that show is. Like, every episode, it just keeps going just and going. Worse and you're just and like, worse this worse. is getting – I wouldn't even say worse. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Yeah, so, it, I um, I enjoyed. I really yeah, did enjoy I'm, that. I think once I finish All American, that's going to be my next. Yeah. Sit and watch. 
So and we still got to finish Who Killed X. Yeah. Um, real quick, want to touch on? Do we? We didn't touch on the the um, comedy specials. Yeah. Last time. Um. So there's the Kirshner. Kreischer. Kreischer. Whatever his name is. Um. What's the other dude's name? Segura. Segura. Yeah. And who else dropped? Somebody else dropped. No. Sure. Seemed like somebody. I said there was one. Remember, more. Crystal Lee is supposed to drop one, but oh, it's okay, yet to come out. All right. So, I haven't watched um, Bert. You still haven't watched Bert? I went back and watched it again. It was funnier than I remember. Okay. I, I'm I'm gonna check it out. It's not that I'm not trying to watch it. I just hadn't yeah. watched it. Um, Segura, I really did enjoy. Yeah. Um, Segura was funny. I enjoyed Segura's. I think his last one, Disgraceful, was better, but this one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then we watched. Um, Chappelle get oh, yeah, his the Chappelle we watched Mark, Mark Twain yeah we watched Chappelle get his Mark Twain award that was really good that was really really good I yeah. mean he's just I mean goat status can be argued all day long mm-hmm. but you had go- other goats up there <laughs> you had other potential goats up there saying no nah, he's, he's a goat he's yeah a goat. exactly but he's so complex yeah, that's what that's what I got out of last night. Is yeah, that he's you never so realize complex. how you realize yes. how analytical and just how intelligent he is. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you, you know, I I take a lot of things to heart and I let a lot of things affect, put stuff on my mind. I'm gonna go say I let them affect me. Mm-hmm. But the Aziz Azura stuff, Azara, whatever his name is, you know, I don't. Aziz Azara. Yeah, I'm getting old and just <laughs> I'm becoming that old man and just pronounce everything <laughs> wrong. Um, when he said. I'm getting my Mark Twain tomorrow. When he said, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm going, my Mark Twain I, hey, what you going to do tonight? And he's like, I think I'm going to go to sleep. He's like, oh, man. He's like, come on. You, you're not going to go out? He's like, no, I think I'm going to get some rest. He's like, I got some really good mushrooms. Yeah. You know, you want to, he's like, no, I think uh, I'm going to get some rest. He said, What are you going to tell your kids? Yeah. <laughs> listen, I just found out I'm getting the Mark Twain. They're going to announce yeah. I'm getting the Mark Twain world tomorrow. Do you want to grow old? Do you want this, your story to be like to your kids? I was with Dave Chappelle when they announced that he got his Mark Twain. And I had the night of my life. <laughs> yeah, a night of my life. Or you or just want to tell well. you what? Yeah. He slept well. And so, like, you just think about that. And yeah, the funny thing about him, especially again coming from somebody I consider myself more of an introvert, is that to hear him, how much people said he's just so spontaneous. Like he's like, let's just do it experience it and again Mm -hmm. when somebody was talking about taking a picture and he was like let's not take a picture let's just experience like let's let's make this an experience and a memory more so than sitting up here taking pictures yeah you know and stuff and i think you know that's his thing he just he just does that he lives like that Mm -hmm. and he does that to people and he brings that out of people like let's Let's make a memory. Yeah. You know, like, let's make a memory. And I, I think that's very admirable. And I think that that's a great way mm-hmm. to, to approach life. It's like, let's let's make a memory out of this, you know. And yeah. so um, I really enjoyed it, man. Yeah. And Colin Jost was like, when he was, it was funny. It was Keenan, uh, Michael Shea, <laughs> and then Colin Jost. And I was like, what's he doing up there? And he I mean, brought it. Yeah, he yeah. was really funny. His yeah. was funny because he... His was funny. He was like, I'm here to celebrate Mark Twain. Yeah. Which, <laughs> <laughs> and he started reading Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's it was it was really good. And it's really good to see what he's doing. And I, I like everything 
about the dude, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've never, I don't know if we've seen anybody that is so edgy, mm-hmm. you know. So he goes in and, you know, he does the whole, you know, he he, he kind of pisses a lot of people off. If you're yeah. easily, to be, if it's easy for you to be pissed off or if you are going to take things very personal, really easy. Yeah. He's going to piss you off. But then at the same time, he's going to throw block party. And at the same time, after mm-hmm. Ohio shooting, he's like, you know, I'm throwing, I'm making phone calls. I'm calling in favors yeah. to get people here. And, and donating money. And, and donating yeah. money and setting up this concert. And just the fact that the person looked at him and said, this is what they're going to remember. Yeah. This is going to be the memory of this event more than the event itself. It just lets you know, like, he's just, he's just clicking. Yeah. You know, he's thinking and he's clicking. And yes, I'm going to offend you. You got to understand his jokes, but mm-hmm. I'm also going to do as much as I can for humanity. Yeah. You know, so I, and I really admire that about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought it was, like you said, it was just crazy to see all those other comedians go up and just talk about him. Like, I mean, just comedians all over the spectrum. Like, I haven't seen much of Sarah Silverman, but she was up there talking about him, Aziz Ansari. Just, have you watched her special? Um, I watched it a while ago, but I okay. don't remember much of it. Uh, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. She, Sarah, Sarah Silverman is fun. She's going to offend you, too. Really? She's, she is 100% going to offend you. <laughs> um, but she is hilariously funny. Yeah. Um, so, like, Sarah Silverman, Aziz, who else was up there? Like, they got Keenan, Michael Shea. Um, they got the dude who worked on Chappelle's show with them. Yeah, he I was mean, they had Eddie. Too, Eddie had did yeah. an interview. He Eddie wasn't up there, little... but Eddie did an interview. Uh, was it, did Chris do an interview? Or Chris was there. Yeah. He wasn't, you know. I don't. Yeah, so he didn't. He didn't but they it. mentioned him at one point. Yeah. So, I think and, he's just. Yeah. He's just, just, <laughs> just incredible. Yeah. Just an incredible. It was crazy to see all those, just all those other comedians go up and all, like, they were just saying, like, the same thing. Mm-hmm. The same yeah. thing about him. And, yeah. And yeah. that, and that's what I was going to lead to, and I think we're going to finish it up after this. And that's the one thing about the people that we've lost, and it's affected people so much, you know, um, mm-hmm. is that there's always these stories, and that that's what I noticed. Even you know, there was there was the Kobe stories, and I'm just going to go into those like the Kobe. And then listening to him, not that we've lost him, but listening to people tell stories about him, mm-hmm. you realize why they're admired so much because behind the scenes, they they really affect people yeah. with the things that they do and how they live their life and the things that they're willing to do for people. I mean, to, to have people stand up, oh, John Stewart, you know, he was there. Um, to have people stand up and say... <laughs> Bradley, yeah, Bradley Cooper, um, but like Neil Brennan, for Neil Brennan to be who Neil Brennan is now, and for him to go through all those jokes and tell all those stories, and then at the end, just kind of go, I owe my whole career to him. I owe my career to Dave Chappelle. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Like he's yeah. literally on stage going, I owe my career to this man. Yeah. And so, you know, the one thing I can say to you personally is to try to live a life like that, mm-hmm. that people at the end of the day can stand up and say good things about you. Yeah. You know, that, I mean, yeah, that's kind of the one thing that I think 
is interesting to hear is that when I start talking to someone else that may be friends with someone that I'm friends with and to hear and to hear them tell me the stories that my that my friends had told them about me yeah it's kind of one of those things they go huh like yeah. you just kind of realize like I like affect what, people yeah I, I have an effect I have an not, effect on not people really good but it even makes you have a realization that what you do have an effect on people yeah bad or good like what you do really affect people it's not an idol it's yeah, not idol. in that well more than that it's that like it's kind of one of those things where you go like um you realize you're doing something correct or yeah. you realize you're doing something right because you because people say good things yeah because you, you and hear, they enjoy your company uh-huh yeah yeah you find out that like even because that's always a thing that i think a lot of teenagers worry about is that it's like what are my friends what do my friends think about me or maybe say about me when I'm not there? And so to hear like, to hear like some person that I don't talk to much go like, oh yeah, Brady told me about the time that you two were one time that you, yeah. and or that you were cool or that you were really funny. Well, is, and I think that that's my thing about you um, right now is that it took a lo- it took a while. It probably took longer than I would have liked. But you found a good core group of friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You found a good core group of friends. Yeah. And so it's not you guys hanging around a bunch of people. Yeah. You know, that is laughing in your face and smiling and saying we're having a good time and then talking behind your back. Like you you hang out with four to five people and that's and that's all you need. Like you don't need yeah. you don't need the party and you don't need the big group you just need yeah. your core friends that you know that you know you can trust yeah and, and i think sorry go oh ahead. well i was just i was saying that i think like you said it took it took me a bit longer than you would have liked but i think that's kind of what comes with finding that group of friends is that 100%. it's not gonna yeah. it's not one of those things that you're gonna jump into middle school or you're gonna jump into high school and realize like wow these are this is like my core group of friends it's one of those things that kind of evolves over time like um there was there was this thing that kind of circulated just around the internet in general. And it was like, um, it was like my friends, freshman, sophomore, junior and senior year. And the group was getting consecutively smaller and me and Brady have talked about that. It's kind of been like, yeah, like freshman year. I mean, we didn't have like just a surplus of friends, but our group was decently big. And then like, we've lost just like one or two kids that kind of moved on or found another group. Yeah. Found another group. And so it's just kind of interesting to see like, how, how I've even really had that conversation. Out. Sorry, I've had that conversation with your brother about you know he'll he'll take certain things personal, mm-hmm. right? There are certain people that he it's like I don't know what happened. Like we just don't like. And I said, you know, one thing you can't take it personal. Mm-hmm. And I said, two, you know, you guys may have just found other interests. Doesn't mean you're not still friends. Yeah, it's just that when you go home, you're not thinking about hanging out with each other. But when you see each other, yeah, you guys, are, you guys are still cool. You know, you guys are yeah. still cool, and so don't ruin the friendship by expecting it to be more than it is. And that's not either bad yeah, or good for right. them. But just you know, understand that you're gonna you're you're gonna grow apart. You know, you're gonna have a whole bunch of friends that sit and everybody has the same interests. And next year, somebody's going to have another interest, which means that's going to take them to another mm-hmm. group of friends. And then 
you know, then again, next year, somebody else is going to find something new to do and they're going to find another group of friends. But that doesn't mean that you guys can't, when you come together, still talk about yeah, the old times. I think, you know, kind of like I just said, the name for that would almost be school friends. Like, um, I'll leave names out, but like back in just elementary school, I became really good friends with one kid. And just throughout the years, you know, we didn't have any classes together and we just slowly stopped talking. We still, we still were cool, but it wasn't like we were, um, it wasn't like we were like hang out outside of school or talk that much outside of school, but we got sat next to each other one time last year Mm. and you go, Oh, okay. This person's still cool. And I still like being around this person. Yeah, no, it, it and it, it, that's it happens like that, and sometimes it's not even school friends. Sometimes it's your out of school friends, but you guys just separate. Yeah, you know, just go different ways, and so just understand that that's mm-hmm. a, that happens in life. You know, that one hundred percent happens in life, and you know the the interesting thing I can tell you this is that sometimes those are the people that when you need somebody the most they just pop up out of nowhere mm-hmm. right they're the ones that even though you haven't talked to them in a long time or whatever they pop up and go hey i heard are you good yeah like seriously like mm-hmm. those are the people that's like hey are you you know are you good and so that's why you never want to take it personal you never want to burn bridges because those people yeah. will come back and it, mm-hmm. they'll show up at the they will show up at the most opportune times yeah you know and so um yeah, so goes life, and so. Yeah. You good? Um. Yeah. All right. Or so, go ahead. I thought. Oh, I just thought we'd talk about onward real quick because I mean we just oh, watched yeah. it okay. and it's fresh on our mind. All right. Um. What'd you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was watchable. I thought it was. I thought it was entertainment. Mm-hmm. I can't, I probably need to go back and watch it again, but. I can't say it's one of my favorites. I can't say it's something I want to rush back again. Now, again, your brother will probably come over and you'll probably watch probably it watch it with him. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll get another feel for it, but I just yeah. I don't know. It just didn't the I don't know why, but the little big ear troll really fairy I really people like that design. just didn't yeah, I I don't know. It was Well, you always I remember when we were going into Black Panther you were like, I don't know if I'll enjoy Black Panther because I always had a hard time suspending. Yeah, but that's belief. not. No, this isn't suspension of uh, a belief. This was just like I didn't like the the character model. I didn't like the oh, the trolls like or the you know I didn't like the troll idea or you know whatever they were. What'd you call them? They were elves. Okay, well, the elf thing. I didn't. I didn't really like that. I would have rather for them to either. I think I would have enjoyed it more if they were just kind of human characters or they were a little bit further into I don't know what uh, I would expect I think I think it kind of had a good balance because I mean it like it showed it was enough human for you to look at the world and be like yeah it makes sense that everything practically works like ours does I mean the houses looked a little the houses looked a little different and like that and then there were some other like small like more kind of creatures that were a part of society yeah but it also had that look of it that it it made sense that magic would work yeah and no i like i said when i watch it when i sit down and watch with your brother maybe it'll click with me a little bit more yeah i just yeah it just didn't it it didn't grab me like 
you know, I'm a big fan of the ones I'm a fan of. Like I love, you know, the the the, the animated movies that I love. And I can't say that this is probably going to fall into one that I'm going to rush back to watch more than maybe twice. Yeah. You know, even if it's on or whatever, I probably won't. Yeah. Won't um, really watch it. I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I thought – I can't exactly put my finger, but I did think it was really good. I thought yeah. it was – I mean, obviously, it was entertaining. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, well, I think maybe – you know, again, I'm 100% will agree that maybe I've missed something because every – Every person I've talked to that's seen it have seen it said that they really enjoy it. So yeah. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm not saying it's trash and I'm not mm-hmm. putting out an opinion on whether it's good it's or bad. not. It's just one hundred percent my opinion that it didn't click with me. Mm-hmm. You know. But again, maybe I just missed something. My one kind of nitpick with it is that it seemed like hmm, it seemed like one second his Magical abilities were subpar. And then they got real strong. Yeah, and then yeah. it got real good. And I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because every movie has that moment where it was like they're at their weakest and the next thing you know, they come back and they're like... Well, his was about confidence. And so once you gain confidence, mm-hmm. a lot can happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, I, I will say that. Kind of you know, a, yeah, you one know, of the movies that yeah. it's like, you just sometimes you have to... You just have to have confidence. Yeah. So... All right, man, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, I don't and, um, have anything else. So, <laughs> so um, as always, you know, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we hope you enjoy it. And we hope you'll come back and listen to the next one. And, um, you know, there's going to be a lot going on. And there's going to be a lot to talk about. And so for the Zoomer pod, I am Randy the Boomer. And I'm RJ. I'm the Zoomer. And we will see you next time. Peace.